In the next couple of days, you're going to hear an awful lot about scheme, whatever. It's about execution, blocking and tackling. We'll talk about it in just a second here as we look at Jags 49ers here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, what up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I'm the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, Tony Wiggins. We like to say it's your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder, we're free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. That is Locked On Jaguars. Make sure you subscribe, hit the like button, and hit the bell so you receive notifications each and every time we drop an episode. And if you listen to a lot of podcasts while you're riding around in your car or at work at your desk, you got your pods on. Wherever you do that at, we're there too. Make sure you check in every single day and you don't miss an episode. Today's episode is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Shout out to the everydayers for making yourself an everydayer and gracing us with your presence and if you're not an everyday you can be all you got to do is just check us out every single day all right let's get to it um today's show we're going to talk about jags execution and how that can trump the niners scheme because usually when people talk about the san francisco 49ers all they talk about is we got schemed up in fact the last time they played here a couple of years ago the Jaguars got schemed up so bad, I think the 49ers had the ball for 13 minutes in the first quarter. They went on like a 19-play, 91-yard drive or something and just totally just chewed up the clock and made the Jaguars tired. The other thing is, a few years back, like 2017, when the Jags went out there, the players, and this was the Jags when they were chippy and good, right? Jalen Ramsey and Malik Jackson, they all said, oh, they weren't better than us, they just schemed us up. We just got schemed up. So scheme is the word of the day. And I want to desensitize you from that because there is a such thing as getting schemed up. If you get schemed up, then that means that there's probably something wrong with your team, their philosophy, their scheme, their talent, all of that stuff, right? So being schemed up and beaten by a team that's not better than you across the board, and I'm not saying that the 49ers aren't better than the Jaguars. They are supremely talented and may have more high-end talent than the Jaguars. But right now, the Jaguars are playing better, and they're playing as a better team. Well, you can sit there and talk about getting schemed up all you want to, or you can do something about it. You know what that is? Bust them in the mouth. Blocking, tackling, special teams, execution, doing the way it's supposed to be done. If you manage that, then you won't get, quote-unquote, schemed up. That's my philosophy. You don't think the 49ers tried to scheme up the last three teams that they played and they lost all three games? Sure they did. What about the Chiefs? You don't think the Chiefs tried to scheme up the team they Denver they lost to them a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, but obviously, you know, we, we know that in the NFL, there is no easy game. You got to come out and be mentally prepared every single week. 
So this thing that the 49ers do, and really, let me explain what I believe the scheme is. It comes off like a script, right? It comes off offensively uh, like a script where they mix. And man, and what happens is the more they, they, they really look the part in terms of the flow of the game, the ebb and the flow of the game from one play to another. They never look like they're off, off key, right? And they will hit you and they will hit you with a play after play after play to get you going one way and then they get you going another. And it's almost as if Kyle Shanahan likes to coach the game as if he's two steps ahead of everybody else. The way that they do that, and some teams can really, really get into a rhythm and they do a real good job of it, and you'll go left and then you'll go right, and then you won't know what they're doing and they'll hit you with play action. They still come under center a little bit more than maybe a lot of teams around the league. Don't get tricked and don't get fooled. Don't be overwhelmed by all of that stuff. Hit the guy in front of you and keep on hitting him until he quits. Tackle. In the flat, it's hard. It's hard to tackle Debo Sammy, who I believe is going to play. It's hard to tackle Christian McCaffrey. But the Jaguars are built with guys that can make open field tackles on defense. The Jaguars are big and physical in their front seven as well. Don't be hoodwinked, fooled, and tricked. It'll look like sorcery, man. I'm telling you. That's the way that it it looks sometimes when you allow them to get you going. They throw the ball down the field. They throw the ball to the middle of the field. To a person I'm going to mention in the third segment, I think the one person that could totally kill the Jaguars game plan is George Kittle. And we'll hit him in segment three. In segment two, we're going to talk about how you punish their quarterback. So much has been put on Trevor being able to stay upright. And can we block their four, which now includes Chase Young to go along with Nick Bosa as if that wasn't enough. Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave, they got a hell of a front seven. And then you look behind them and see Greenlaw and probably the best linebacker uh, in the league in Fred Warner. That's two bad neighborhoods you got to get to before you get to the fruitful part of their team, which is their secondary. Two bad neighborhoods. You got to be able to go through and survive in order for you to be able to get to the point where you can start eating and chewing up on the secondary, which has left a little bit to be desired with their team play. So, yeah, we'll discuss more on that. The, the bottom line, I believe, is just to be as physical as possible. Keep everything in front of you. Tackle well. Don't get caught up with um, the rhythm. You have to have a very, very short memory because they will do some things. They're going to make some plays. But if you remember, if you just keep punching, just keep gut punching them, just keep hitting them and hit them back, you got to score touchdowns. Put the pressure on them. And the more you put the pressure on them, the pressure will eventually fall to their quarterback. Purdy. That's right. We are going to. He was anointed early in the year as being one of the better young quarterbacks in the league and saying that folks needed to forget about where he was drafted. And I was one of those guys. I keep I, I got sick of people talking about him being Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Irrelevant. It doesn't matter once the dude starts playing where he was picked and where he come from doesn't matter anymore. 
The only way that that matters in this situation is if you're the Jaguars and you're going, well, we got a book on him. We remember what he can't do. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to force the 49ers are going to let him do all of the things that he does very well. We're going to force him to do some of the things that he can't do. And the way you do that is with pressure, pressure from different places. I'm going to tell you how you get to all of that in order to start this game off the correct way. And that is not getting caught up. Don't get caught up. Please, whatever you do, do not get caught up in all of that rhythm and all of that, the way that they move about, the little tempo that they play with. Just keep everything in front of you. You cannot be overwhelmed if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. But pressure does work, and I'm going to tell you how to work against quarterback Mr. Purdy out of Iowa State, Josh Purdy. We'll talk about that in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. But first, I have to let you know about today's sponsor, which is Game Time. Game time is the absolute truth, man. Because when you need tickets, whether it's this game this weekend, any other game, any concert, wherever, in the United States, there's one place you need to go, especially if you've created a situation where you think your lack of planning is somebody else's emergency. Game time will eat that. They'll take it because they have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee game time. Takes the guesswork out of buying tickets you didn't do the work let somebody else do it for you they got last minute tickets flash deals zone deals easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area now i want you to listen to this take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on nfl all one word for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code Locked on NFL, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. I man, we're running along here on Locked on Jaguars. We appreciate you guys making us your team every day and your first. Listen every single day. We sure happy to have you, man. We, we are so glad. Uh, that I look up every day when I click on, I see who, who listened, how many people listen. And when I see the amount of people listen that clicked in or watch this podcast, it really, really makes me happy. So keep that going. Make sure you hit that like button anytime you get a chance and the bell so you get notifications. Also subscribe. Tell your mommy, your sister, everybody to subscribe to while they're cooking Thanksgiving dinner. They can listen to Locked On Jaguars. All right. We're talking about the Jaguars. The Jaguars have to use execution, trust their scheme in order to beat the 49ers. If the Jaguars do everything that they're trained to do and the 49ers do everything they're trained to do, I think the Jaguars are going to be victorious because I think they're playing better. I think they're in a little bit of a groove and I think they have a little bit of kryptonite that works well against a team like San Francisco. Now, the 49ers get back Trent Williams and if they get back wide receiver um, Debo, Debo Samuel, they're going to be a little bit tougher to deal with. They will be a little bit tougher to deal with. They definitely will. One way you make it easier is to knock that quarterback off of his square. Even if, and I ain't trying to say play dirty, but even if, even if you mess around and get a, a penalty here or there, as long as it's at the right time and not the wrong time, like it doesn't extend a drive, 
I think he need to put it in his head that, you know, it's going to be a long day. I think when he gets out of that pocket, make him pay for getting out of that pocket. He's not the biggest quarterback in the world, right? And this isn't, this isn't to say that I'm thinking that you need to be dirty or you need to be nasty or you need to go for a guy's knees or his head. That's not what I'm saying. But this is a gladiator sport and physicality matters. Physicality matters, especially for guys that want to get to certain spots in certain places in certain spaces. And certain you got, you know, they want to move on a certain frequency. Well, you know what you have to do? You have to make them pay for that real estate. And they can't get it with money. They have to get it with a part of themselves. That's the way physicality affects teams that love to play in a rhythm. You have to keep them off rhythm. The way you keep them off rhythm is to get up in them when they don't expect it. And what that means is pressure. If you pressure up the middle, that does not mean that Josh, uh, that the quarterback Purdy can't get away on the outside because he absolutely can. He can run. But I happen to think that there are a couple of six foot five, 270 pound guys waiting on him when he decides and if he is Brock Purdy and not Josh, Brock Purdy. I was thinking about his brother Chubba because he played for Florida State and I was trying to make sure I got that name right. right. But Brock Purdy, you have to make sure that what you do is you bang you bang him up a little bit. You make him pay. 6'1", what is he, about 200, 205 pounds. Um, he's been a little bit of a turnover machine lately. He's thrown five interceptions in their last two games, right, in their last three games. And those are all the ones that he has all year. Coming into those last three games, he had had nine touchdowns with zero picks. The last three against the Browns, Vikings, and Bengals. All three teams that know how to pressure the quarterback and 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 with Lou Amarillo up in um, Cincinnati and the Browns with Miles Garrett and the crew, and of course the Vikings with Daniel Hunter. Everybody knows Daniel Hunter because they swear the Jaguars tried to trade for him, but they have guys that have caused a lot of problems. Now I, I think a lot of this also coincides with the fact that first ballot Hall of Famer Trent Williams wasn't there. He wasn't there. Christian McCaffrey, the running back, was a little bit banged up, right? Apparently, you know, both teams obviously had a bye week this past week and guys were able to get a little bit healthy. The Jaguars are going to get healthier too. Maybe Tyson Campbell comes back. Devon Hamilton plays a little bit more. I don't think Zay Jones is going to return, but I do think Walker Little is going to come back. Yeah. So I think the Jaguars have a little bit of a shot. I really do. I think they have a little bit of a shot. When they're on defense, one of the ways the Jaguars can combat that is to get the ball out of the hands of the quarterback really quickly, and they've done that. Pick and choose when you're going to play a little bit of uh, protection and you want to go deep with it. Move the pocket a little bit if you get the 49ers over-pursuing on play action. Run the RPOs with uh, Travis Etienne, who's going to be a little bit healthier also than he's been the last couple of times he's trotted out there. Get the run game going. Make them stay home and be honest. Get first downs. Make Brock Purdy and that crew sit there and just wait and wait and wait. I wouldn't mind if we saw all of these five and a half, six, minimum, minimum six-minute drives from the Jaguars. Because if you do that, 
that puts pressure on the 49ers to get they want to get in rhythm Remember, they want to run a bunch of plays and get you going here and there and all over the place well if you can get off the field on third down you can eliminate a lot of that get off the field on third down get them off the field on third down put them in long down and distance situations i know it sounds cliche-ish but this is the way you keep a team that wants to play rhythmic football. And, and, and usually when, like I said, when usually when somebody talking about we got schemed up, it means they got into a rhythm. And when they get into a rhythm, they kind of have you on skates. Like you don't know what's coming. I don't think um, this defense is going to allow that. One thing they are very good at is they're the, they're the rhythm breakers. The Jaguars are like somebody left a screwdriver in their pocket and the clothes are in the dryer. And you hear that noise, it's like you can't get a rhythm because that noise is in there. And that's what you get when you have big, long, angular guys that can make plays versus having smaller, quicker guys that like to play a certain way. Getting Tyce Campbell's back is going to really, really help. The one unsung guy that I think the Jaguars need to really watch out for is Brandon Ayuk because he can score quickly for the Jacksonville, I mean, for the 49ers. And the Jaguars have done a good job outside of Tank Dell of making sure guys don't get behind them. So maybe Andre Sisco comes back. Even if he doesn't come back, they still will have uh, Dewey Wingard uh, at, at their services. They just have to match the energy. As a matter of fact, they're at home. They can exceed the energy of the 49ers and what the 49ers are putting out. This one guy, though, I'm, I'm kind of – hoping that the Jaguars do not allow him to just kill them all day. That's the tight end. In the past, that was an Achilles heel because of that middle of that field. Almost to the same, uh, almost just like Travis Kelsey. The difference is Kittle gets a little bit more physical and likes to block and is not the target that Travis Kelsey is, but he's about as close to it as you're going to get, and he can kill you. I'm going to talk about that. In just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. I have to let you know, though, that football season, now that it's kicked off and it's moving towards the halfway point, Locked on is kicking up our coverage with Locked on NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked on will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked on NFL YouTube channel. Host Anitra Baptiste along with Jarvis Davis and Kyle Krabs, will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup. Your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL kickoff live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. We'll talk George Kittle and more here. In just a second. Unlocked on Jaguars. After I let you know about DoorDash, who has been a godsend to me for a long time, but specifically as of late. I had a lot of time to spend in this house rehabbing from surgery and then obviously had a loss in my family. And folks didn't want to bother you, but they wanted to do the right thing. And they were sending me DoorDash food left and right from grocery stores and some of your favorite local places. Like this is really, really good private pizza place right down the street. They don't deliver, but DoorDash does. And DoorDash went and got my food for me and brought it here. And it was absolutely the truth. And they can do the same thing for you with all of your local establishments. 
you got to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23. Now, it's subject to change in terms apply, so I'll read it for you again. Get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23. DoorDash, for all your local favorites, make sure you hit them up and download the app. All right, man, running along here on Locked On Jaguars, third and final segment. We talked about the Jaguars, how execution can trump the Niners' scheme. People like to hide behind that word scheme as if teams just didn't play better than the team that you – we love to just automatically assume that – Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the players would have done. The coaches put them in bad situations. Well, that's not going to be the case. I think the coach is going to be fine. You beat up scheme with execution. You have to pressure Brock Purdy. Now that I got his first name correct, Brock Purdy has to be pressured. And maybe he can answer the bell, but you have to make sure that you make him do it. And he has to beat you because that's what teams are going to do to Trevor Lawrence, right? You notice I haven't mentioned much about the offense because I think offensively Doug will be fine. All you got to do is practice what you've been doing. Get the ball out quickly. Run the football. Protect. You're going to have the most solid offensive line and the the, the deeper offensive line, the deepest that you've had all year. So this is what you have to do. You just have to go out and play it that way. The other thing you have to do, if there's one thing I'll, I'll tell you to watch out for, it's got long blonde hair. He runs around the field like his feet are on fire. He will block you. He will catch passes. And many times he can be the heartbeat of the team, and that's George Kittle. You cannot get killed. Don't don't get killed. I can't look up and see George Kittle with nine catches for 114 yards and two touchdowns. If that happens, it's a long day for the Jaguars. I can't look up and nine of his catches, of, of his nine catches, six of them went for first downs. You just Got to control that dude. And you have the athletes to do it, whether it's Rayshon Jenkins, whether it's Foy Oluwakon, whether it's Devin Lloyd. We mentioned Dewey Wingard. We also mentioned the fact that uh, Andre Sisco will be back. You got to find him. You got to find him often, man. And I know it's hard because they fake one way with Christian McCaffrey. You got Debo. You got Brandon Ayuk. And then you'll have Kittle working his magic. You just got to get to him. One way is to get to, get the pressure on Purdy and knock him off the square. Get him off. Get him out of the center of the field. Make him go one side of the field or the other. So therefore, he's not going to throw the ball across his body. Now you've reduced everything down to half the field. Then you just got to find people. You have to know who the guys are that want to release. You have to know that these veterans like George Kittle are going to find little holes. You have to make sure you keep everything in front of him and don't let him kill you and keep drives going. To me, he is going to be the key. And I know it's easy to say Christian McCaffrey. The Jags do a really good job stopping the run. I don't think that's going to be too much of a problem. They've done a better job at guarding uh, backs. They've also done a better job at guarding uh, um, tight ends this season. But this weekend for them to do it, they they really got to do it. You want to knock them out of their rhythm, take George Kittle out of the game. Stop the run and take George Kittle away and turn Brock Purdy into a dude that wants to throw it 40 times a game. And even though they have dangerous, dangerous guys on the outside, with the Jaguars' ability to get turnovers, 
at the rate that they have been getting them, situational pressure, I think the Jaguars have a good shot if Purdy has to throw the ball a lot. Now, in order for you to make all of that happen, offensively, got to stay on the field. You got to get first downs. Got to get a couple of touchdowns mixed with some field goals. You got to take all the points and opportunities that you get, and you got to play with the lead. Jaguars, it's been a long time since they've been at home. They went on by. They played two games on the road. Before that, they played two games. on. It's been almost a month and a half since the Jaguars have played a home game here in Jacksonville. That play's going to be fired up. And I don't care how many 49er fans come in here and show up. That place is going to be on fire come this Sunday. You can't let them come out there and get their little rhythm looking like new addition and the temptations and being all in sync and running the ball as Hank Stram says, matriculating the ball all up and down the field. The Jaguars have to stop that foolishness early. This might be one game where I win the toss if I'm Doug Peterson, I don't defer. And I know teams, they defer all the time because they want the end of the half and then they want the ball right after the, right after halftime. This might be a game where I take the ball first. And I try to go down with my own script and put pressure on them to score. Can you imagine if the Jaguars get the ball and go on an eight-minute drive and they score a touchdown and then the 49ers go three and out? And the Jaguars get good field position that say they're on 37-yard line after a fair catch punt. And Trevor's running back on the field. Can you imagine the feeling that you're going to have that your team is about to put one on the 49ers? And I think that's how you have to do it. Beat them with their own medicine. I know in basketball, when you see a team that presses all the time, 94 feet, they don't like getting pressed back. Do the things to them that they try to do to you. Get into a rhythm and keep them off rhythm. You know, we run a variation of the West Coast offense as well. We just don't run the Mike Shanahan version. We run the Andy Reid, Doug Peterson version. Something I want the Jags to eliminate. Stop giving the ball to people. If, if you're not a running back, I don't want to see anybody, anybody get the ball behind the line of scrimmage. I won't see any shovel passes to a tight end. I don't want to see a whole bunch of reverses. I don't mind you faking a reverse. If you fake a reverse, fake it and throw it to the guy. Don't, don't, I, I don't want to see anything behind the line of scrimmage. I think the 49ers are too fast for that. And I know you can hit them with a little bit of misdirection every now and then, but I think you ought to threaten it first and see how they play it. But we got we gotta we gotta stop creating situations where the down and distance is so big. That has to stop. No more Jamal Agnew and no more Evan Ingram behind the line of scrimmage. I want a big dose of Calvin Ridley, a big dose of Christian Kirk, big dose of Evan Ingram down the field. Throw it to e, uh, Travis Etienne. I want Etienne to have 22, 23 touches. Remember, execution trumps scheme because execution is you getting into your own rhythm. Scheme sometimes is a code word for a team that got into a rhythm. You knock them off rhythm, you mess up the scheme, it doesn't look pretty, and you give them their fourth straight loss and you get your sixth straight victory. How about that? That's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm talking about here on Locked On Jaguars podcast. You can join me here every single day on the show. 
We have the crossover edition with Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker on tomorrow. You guys are going to enjoy that, by the way. You want to talk about two funny guys that really know this game, Locked on 49ers, Locked on Jags. That'll be hitting you tomorrow all over your airways. Be early in the morning, too. How about that? Until then, you guys make sure you do what I always say, and that is take care of each other. We'll see you next time here on Locked on Jaguars.